Chapter 21 You? A threat? Visser Three laughed. He reached out with one hand to push lightly on Chapman's chest. Chapman fell back, sprawled out on the dirt. His head was just inches from the door of my cage. Tears are streaming down the side of his face. If you harm my daughter, I will fight you. I will fight you forever. Ask Yerk if he believes me. He knows me better than anyone. Ask Ennis 226 if I will fight for my daughter. Chapman closed his eyes. The tears stopped. Then his eyes opened again. He picked himself up quickly from the ground and stood before Visser Three. The Yerk slug was in charge again. He was once again a controller. Before he stood, I saw something that frightened me all over again. It was Chapman's watch. The time was now 9.28. I had about 17 minutes before I hit the two-hour limit. The host will attempt to disrupt you? Yes, Visser. And the woman as well. She is not as strong as this one, but she was able to gain control of one hand. Perhaps she has deeper strengths than we knew. He hesitated before going on. I could still smell the fear on him. I am of more use with a passive voluntary host. But I am your tool, Visser. I will do as you command. Yes, you will certainly do as I command, Visser Three said. But you have brought me the Andalite Bandit. He nodded down at me. And this will occupy my time for a little while. Leave the girl for now. Now get out. You tempt my patience. Chapman didn't need a second invitation. He jumped in the car and tore out of there. Melissa was safe. As safe as she ever would be with Chapman as her father. That was something. Not much, but something. Move out! Visser Three yelled. I saw the hork respond instantly to his command. The nearest one snatched me up, and suddenly we were moving fast toward the blade ship. In seconds, it would all be over. I would be aboard the Visser's ship. I would leave Earth. The only thing in my future was pain. Maybe I would die before I betrayed my friends. A depressing kind of thing to hope for. So, what's happening now? I jumped and spun around in my cage. Jake? Is that you? Who else would it be? Do you know anyone else who would be a talking flea riding on your back? Jake! You're supposed to get away and be safe! Yeah, right. Like I was going to abandon you. Listen, I could hear Visser Three's slot speech, but I don't know where we are. We're about ten feet away from being loaded into Visser Three's blade ship, and I have about fifteen minutes left before I'm trapped in this morph. Fifteen minutes? Great. If you have fifteen, I have ten. I had to morph earlier than you, remember? Jake! Get out of here! You can't be trapped as a flea! The door of the blade ship slid open silently. I could see dark red light inside. I could see a handful of taxons that seemed to be standing over control panels of some sort. Hork Bajir stood at attention. I'm not getting out of here, Jake said. None of us are. None of... You mean the rest are fleas too? No, but they should be around somewhere. Tobias was supposed to follow us and lead the others to wherever we ended up. They can't do anything. Oh, really? I'll bet they'll try. Just at that moment, I heard a strange sound. My cat brain didn't recognize it. But the human me did. It was an engine. A big engine. Like... A big truck, or maybe a tractor, or an earth mover. The hork carrying me saw it too. He ran into the blade ship and tossed me down. Then he ran back to the visser who waited in the doorway. 
I think they've started one of the Earth Movers, I told Jake. Then I guess it's time for me to get into this fight, Jake said. I'm going to try a quick double morph. Hope it works. There goes nothing. Yeehaw! All at once, through the open door of the blade ship, I spotted the Earth Mover. It lumbered at a painfully slow speed. But it lumbered right toward the blade ship. Get us in the air! Visser Three shouted. The nearest taxon said something in their slithery snake speech. It sounded like, Two minutes to lift off? Too long! Visser Three said. His tail whipped forward. I saw a huge gash open in the flesh of the taxon. Greenish-yellow goo poured out. The other taxons all looked kind of excited. They were waving their little upper arms and snapping their little claws. You and you! Visser Three pointed at two of the taxons. Get us off the ground! The rest of you may feed on this fool. The wounded taxon emitted a wailing, slithery scream. Three other taxons rushed at him. Their circular mouths fastened onto their fellow taxons' writhing flesh and began chewing and tearing at him. The sound of the diesel engine grew louder. Visser Three was rapping out orders. hork ran through the door and back outside. Then I saw something happening in the dark corner of the cabin, over past the horrific taxon feeding frenzy. Something was growing. A human being was growing out of nothing. Jake! Can't talk. Don't distract me. Visser Three was in a rage. You could feel the waves of his anger radiating around the small space. Destroy that machine! He ordered. Outside, two hork took aim at the five tons of slow-moving steel. Jake was still cowering in the corner, but he had begun to change once again. In the darkness, my cat eyes could see the beginning of a pattern of stripes. Black and orange. The stripes of a tiger. It was time for me to do my part. I concentrated. I felt the change begin. The cage grew small around me. Rumble, rumble, rumble. The earth mover closed in. The near-dead taxon screamed as his fellow taxons ate him alive. Suddenly, I saw a brilliant red light. There was a sizzling sound. I saw the earth mover disintegrate. My heart was in my throat. Marco! Cassie! Had they gotten away? I had to concentrate. I had to ignore the taxon's screams. I had to stop wondering whether Cassie and Marco had been on that earth mover when it was hit. I had to control my morph. Not too far, Rachel. Not too much. I could not become human. Not totally human. I looked down at my paw. Short, stubby fingers had appeared. I stuck my stubby, half-human fingers through the bars of the cage and found the lock. One of the feeding taxons looked away from his meal just long enough. You're Serenseer! It waved its creepy front legs in my direction. Visser Three snapped around and glared at me with ferocious hatred. I opened the door of my cage. Jake leaped through the air, his huge claws outstretched. I flew out of the cage, a clumsy mass of fur and skin, a creature that was half cat and half human. Jake hit Visser Three in the side. This time you're mine, you jerk! Visser Three fell over, tangled up in tiger. His deadly tail flashed, but missed. Jake ripped the viscer's flesh with claws infinitely bigger than mine. Ah! It was great pleasure hearing Visser Three scream that way. But I had other things to worry about. I couldn't move in my half-morph. I concentrated on regaining my cat form. I had only minutes left before the two hours would be up. Jake rolled off Visser Three just as a handful of hork rushed to the viscer's defense. Run! Jake yelled. Run! I agreed. We ran. I was back fully in Fluffer's shape. I could do 30 miles an hour, as fast as the fastest human being could run. Unfortunately, hork are faster. Jake was faster still, for short distances. 
fast enough to outrun the hork that were after us. But he wasn't going to leave me behind. Jake turned and came for the closest hork I saw him flying over my head, a huge beast, orange and black striped. The hork went down hard. Get out of here, Rachel! You're too small to fight these guys! But there was still another hork on my tail, faster than me, too fast. I dodged left. The hork shot past me. I turned back sharply, my little pads scrabbling in the dirt. The hork grabbed for me, but missed. Something else was moving. Something big. The ground was rumbling. A second earth mover was grinding forward on its tank treads. Marco and Cassie had started another earth mover. I raced away toward the nearest half-finished building. I had to get back. And I had to morph back. Time was up. In minutes, I would be trapped. I saw a dark hole. I flew toward it in a single leap. The hole led under a wall. Then it opened into a shallow basement. There was a concrete floor about two feet over my head. I was safe. Safe and with enough room to morph back to human shape. I tried to concentrate. Out beyond my little concrete shelter, I heard growls and alien cries. I heard the rumble of the earth mover. I thought I heard the sizzle of dracon beams. Human, I told myself. Return to human. Only minutes left. Then I felt a shattering noise. Then another. Another. It was like some giant was stomping around. The giant steps stopped. I was frozen, unable to even think, let alone morph. Crash! All around me, pillars of rock-hard, scaled flesh, each as big around as a tree trunk, ripped into the concrete. Crunch! The concrete was lifted off me, torn away, like it was paper. I was exposed, trapped, and standing over me, with the shattered concrete floor in its mighty hand, was a beast that seemed to be made of living rock. You won't get away so easily, Visser Three said. 